Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's up, everybody? Dear Albie, Dad. Yo, what's up? Me and you solo. You know, I I tried to do this with uh, my mother, your wife, on more than one occasion. I've been relatively unsuccessful. We're trying to give these, you know, folks more of us. Yes. And um, we have had a number of folks get into what what I'm 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 kind of calling like the these little mini chime shows where people are are, you know. Um, essentially giving their opinions on things others have said on the show and looking to get a alternative viewpoint within the, the, the Dear Albie universe, as I like to say. And there were a number that came in requesting you specifically after a recent episode with Mom that was supposed to be of the same kind of format, little brief thing, but we're going to give you as long as you want hmm. because the, the, the public – Misses you. You're obviously a, a lauded, maybe even the MVP, as many would say. Uh, but this is what came in. Dear Albie, would love to get Big Al's perspective on the most recent episode where Caroline talked about emergency preparedness in her car. We'd love to get Al's perspective on what her plan is and also maybe if he has any backdoor plans for emergencies himself. Love the show, Sheila. So, uh, if you hadn't heard, the the uh, issue was mom brought up. I, I don't know if you're actually on the receiving end of this. Do you get mom's DMs of of random things? They could be articles, posts on Instagram, whatever it is. Um, she might spare me some of the stuff because she is. Definitely prone to posting or, or forwarding some ridiculous shit. So she spares me that because she knows I'm going to give her, like, you know, a snide remark. I'm, I'm going to give her a uh, sarcastic remark. Mm-hmm. She sent to at least me and Chris. I don't know if she sent this to Lauren. She sent over a a essentially like a guide, a vis- video guide of what to do in the event your car is driven into and, and begins to be submerged underwater. Did you get that by chance? No, I did not. Okay. 
<clears throat> so would you be surprised to hear that mom has a essentially a playbook of what would would what she would do if heaven forbid her car was to go over a bridge i actually gave the the example of the driscoll bridge this is not a small bridge it's good you know you have hundreds of feet that you're going to fall from the top of the driscoll bridge right, okay right of what she would do to get prepared for the water she's going to do anything that that's going to come up she's going to scream she's going to crash and she's going to die in a car okay well she is going to use uh, just I'll tell you what. On the descent before impact, mm. okay, she'll do absolutely nothing. She has three. I, I will. I will give you three guesses. Mm. She has a very specific plan mm. of what she's going to do on the descent. Yeah, I'll just give you three guesses, whatever it is, to see if you to see if you pick up on it or what it could possibly be. Oh, please! She'll tell you how she has this like ridiculous glass-breaking hammer in the console, and she's going to, on the way down, she's going to have a clear head and be very calm, and she's going to respond in a very um, proficient manner, and she's going to find the hammer and get ready to break the glass and cut the seatbelt, and it's all bullshit. She's not going to do nothing. She's going to shit her pants on the way down. The impact's going to probably knock her out, and that's it. Show's over. See, I'm very glad you brought that up, okay? Because she had been talking on that on that same episode about the hammer she got as a gift, okay? Asking everybody where it is. It's the hammer that cuts the seatbelt, oh, does the please. whole thing. It's, yeah. She's very proud of the hammer. It's ridiculous. Okay, now, that's what you would think the response would be. And that, to me, would be equally as, as – not equally as insane. Um, but it is crazy to expect that you're going to get the hammer, which where the hell do you keep this hammer as you're going off of a bridge? No, 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 no. Your your wife plans, okay, <laughs> on removing the headrest from behind her oh. on the descent. <laughs> right. And while she's falling, shattering the driver's side window mm. to escape the car. Right. That's her plan. Very good. Excellent. I had to ask. I said, Mom, on the way down, why not just, just press the window button to make – the electric window just go down. You're not that in the water yet. Entirely too easy. <clears throat> it doesn't make for as good a movie. So it's over. many people immediately. There was a lot of chatter. What do you think of of mom's approach here in, in emergency preparedness? If you had to give it a rating on a one to ten, um, on, on number one, logic. Okay, <laughs> and then uh, logic. Uh, number one. Number two. The, the next one would be uh, probability of success. Okay, and uh, of actually, you know, being being the the go to move, and number three being chances she actually were to pull it off in practice. Oh my god! Um, well, I, I, you, you have to love her for. <laughs> oh man, she's the really, she's the best, really. Um, the whole thing is is nonsense. Hopefully, she busies herself thinking about these elaborate plans to get rescued off of a falling bridge, which that's never going to happen. I mean, there would have to be some kind of earthquake where the bridge just collapsed and she fell in because she's not driving off a bridge. She's afraid to walk across a bridge near the edge. She's not getting herself into anything like that, number one. So kudos for the plan, which has zero 
chance of success. More kudos for thinking about how she's going to rescue whoever's in the car and herself and so on. Um, she's not a particularly good swimmer, so that doesn't speak good for her. <clears throat> she's not going to have enough time to pull the headrest out. If I gave her, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to get a video camera, and we're going to challenge mom in the safety of her garage to get the headrest out of the back of her car. Oh, I like this very much. Within two minutes. Forget about the 12, eight seconds that she's going to have to actually save herself. Get the headrest out of your car in in two minutes. Let's quote, let's make it five. She ain't doing it. You don't think that she makes it five minutes? You without, don't think five? without advance pre- pre- she, without prepping in advance, she wouldn't even know how to begin to take it out. So if, with, if it can be removed, she's got these power. She's got power headrests in, the, in her car. They go up and down with a button. I don't think they could just slide out. That's the type of thing that I would expect her to, to have looked into. Well, she she's not really that preoccupied with the thought of falling off a bridge. Well, uh, but she seems very preoccupied by it. She's Listen, sending. She's, you know, in her mind, she's got all this skill, and she's Wonder Woman. And you gotta love her for it. She, she, <laughs> she's she's the best, really. But all this stuff is insane nonsense. And if she was here right now, she'd be looking at me. She'd be giving me the evil eye. She'd be she'd be mad as could be. And she'd almost wish she could prove that she could save herself falling off a bridge. That is not going to happen. So are there any uh, uh, situations? Number one, I, I definitely think we should time this. This is def- that's a good one. Uh, are there any, you know, that that you have thought through emergency situations that you are are just for whatever reason fascinated by and prepared for? She's very captivated by the the idea of of for whatever reason getting you know driving into a lake. Well, I mean, I wouldn't even care about driving into a lake. That's not a big deal. Like, I mean, what, like what's your version of driving into a lake in that no, case? Nothing like, would even happen if you drove into a lake. You drove into a lake, you, you have plenty of time to put your window down before your car gets uh, shorts out from the water. And you climb out and you swim to the shore. You're, 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 you're talking about getting jettisoned from a bridge and falling 200 feet. I mean, listen, I've driven under the Verrazano Bridge. Now they call it the Cuomo Bridge, which is ridiculous, but whatever. Uh, I've driven under that bridge countless numbers of times in a boat. You're not surviving that shit. And you fall down. Your car's going to probably land head for, uh, uh, upside down in the water. The impact alone is going to be terrible. I hate wearing a seatbelt. So if it's in my car, I'm not even having a, I don't even have a seatbelt on. Do you have a seatbelt on when you drive? Not in my car, no. In your mother's car, I do. What's the difference? Because I don't have that annoying bell that just keeps ringing all day until you put the fucking seatbelt on. So my That's car crazy. doesn't have that. Well, yeah, I, I don't like wearing a seatbelt. I, 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 I don't... Uh, I, I, but see, here's my thing, mm. okay? <clears throat> I don't like laws or government <clears throat> that's trying to save me. In other words, you don't, I don't need the government to help me. I'm good. You don't have to tell me to put my seatbelt on, take it off, do this, do that, all these little rules that are to save me. I don't I don't need the government to save me. I'm good. 
So, so is it? It's more of a statement against the government that you that you got no, with the seatbelt. It's just that if I want to wear a seatbelt, I'll wear a seatbelt. If I don't want to wear a seatbelt, there shouldn't necessarily be a law to make me wear a seatbelt. Who am I hurting if I don't wear a seatbelt? I'm hurting myself. Well, I'm sure they have a couple of different. Uh, 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 I logic can't hurt on that. anybody I else just, but myself. I just don't think the seatbelt wearing is that much of an inconvenience. Where that's yeah, it the, sucks. The, I don't like it. I just don't like it. I feel restrained by it. It's uncomfortable. I don't really drive that long. If I drive, you know, in a long time or you know some some crazy situation where you know uh, I, there's a, there's a, even a slight probability of me having an accident or something, maybe I would wear. I don't know. I just don't like getting in the car, putting the seatbelt on. That's all. Simple as that. I, I, for whatever reason, find the logic of not wearing a helmet on a motorcycle being cumbersome somehow more sound than not wearing a seatbelt in a car. If I didn't have to wear a motorcycle helmet, I would own a motorcycle. I mean, I, I but like, <clears throat> first of all, sure. I, I, but because here's the thing. I think it's a lot dumber not to wear a helmet on a motorcycle, yeah, obviously. I agree. Than not to wear a seatbelt uh, seat in the car. It's dumb. But the freedom that the, you feel. The experience is completely with the, different. With the helmet off is in, in, amazing. It's invigorating. It's incredible to have no helmet on. Um, wearing a helmet, you immediately are closed in. You're sweating. Your hair is sweating. Your face is sweating. You're all smushed inside this helmet if it fit, fits correctly it's very snug it takes the experience of driving a motorcycle and ruins it for me now let's make an argument 80 miles an hour on the highway with a helmet on i crash am i gonna lift i of course not okay so what the freak is a helmet doing for me it's only there for the most silly little fender bender bumps that you might have which, which, listen, there's plenty of people I, I'm friends with that either have been in accidents with motorcycles or have died from motorcycle accidents. It's tragic. I just don't own a motorcycle anymore because when I had a motorcycle, I had two different Harleys. Your mother would be – have a migraine by the time I got home. Yeah, but, but – Worrying so much. It's not worth it. But I the sold helmet, it. I bought a Birkin bag. I sold my Harley and bought a Birkin <laughs> bag. A helmet, though, on a motorcycle, okay, I would say more – more necessary than like let's say a seatbelt in a car. Absolutely. And and from a safety perspective, however, it completely changes the experience of riding a motorcycle. Yes, it does. Okay. So that's why I love a jet ski. I, I weirdly though understand that someone having a problem with that more than having a problem wearing a seatbelt. It's just not that cumbersome yeah, thing. It's, it's, it's not that it's serious. It's not that big a deal. I just don't do it in I, my car. So, so how much of this, as a percentage, you know, would you say really is like? Do you, do you feel like you're being a little like, you know, you're not going to tell me what to do? No, not at all. You don't feel that? I just don't. I just don't like the process of it, and it just it just sucks. It's just another. It's just something I don't want to do. So it's not like I'm I'm some rebel at fighting against the establishment. That's ridiculous. I'm part of the establishment probably for the most part. Hey, guys. OCD is more than what you see on TV and in the movies. Imagine having unwanted thoughts about your sexuality stuck in your head all day, no matter how hard you try to make them go away. Relationship OCD is an often overlooked subtypes of OCD that comes with unrelenting intrusive images, thoughts, and urges about your partner, loved one, or sexuality. If you think you may be struggling with relationship OCD, there's hope. NoCD offers effective, affordable, and convenient OCD therapy. 
No CD therapists are trained in exposure response prevention therapy, the gold standard for treatment for OCD. With No CD, you can do virtual live face-to-face video sessions with one of their licensed specialty trained therapists. It's affordable and they accept most major insurance plans. Breaking the OCD cycle takes effective treatment. To get started, go to nocd.com to book a free 15-minute call. Understood. Yeah, I, I, but I would just say, you know, looking at it, I, number one, I think, um, you know, so out, outside of all this stuff, you know, the the, the seatbelt pieces, or is there anything that you have, do you have a phobia of that you prepare for? No. As a for example. No, I don't. You know, because we I prepare to- for I prepare for a lot of things automatically all the time. Like I mean, I have just just to contradict myself directly behind the passenger seat, um, in the little flap that almost everybody has in their car. I have a huge uh, Bowie knife with a glass breaker on the handle and uh, a nasty sharp uh, blade that I can grab in an emergency. Cut seatbelts all day long. I could cut seatbelts in a couple so you, of seconds. Well, you seem to be very. So, did, well, I mean, did if you somebody keep mom's wants to carjack me, they're getting stabbed in the <laughs> face. Just, did, did, did you keep mom's tool then to to no? To go that's in the garbage. Because I feel like you know, there's a lot of things that it's I, a toy. It's a piece of it, shit. It, it's a light little helm. It's a light little hammer that has almost no chance of doing anything to break glass. Uh, I don't even know what you would possibly do with it. I don't think it would do anything to break glass. To be honest with you. But the knife I have behind my behind my passenger seat, which is easily something I could grab, is super handy and available, and it's right there. I also have other things in my car that are that are that are there in case of emergencies. I have a little shovel in my back of my car that's folded up. I've got all kinds of stuff, um, <clears throat> stuff that that I that I can use to. Um, I don't even think of, I don't think in those dramatic terms. No, but, but, I, I, but I don't think bridge. it's all very. Look, I'll give you an example. Okay, when I was younger, I think you might know this. Okay, I had a, a phase when I was around 14, 15 years old where I couldn't go anywhere without like gas pills just in case I had to go to the bathroom. Yeah, well, that makes sense. That was a thing. Yeah. Because I had gotten into trouble enough times at a young age where I had to go and, you know, I had to go. Well, when you were a kid, we couldn't go anywhere. Unless we had a, a bag for you to throw up. <laughs> so you had all kinds of anxiety. I mean, I remember walking all around the car show in New York around Easter time with my cousin and, and his kids. And we carried a shopping bag, plastic shopping bag, so you could throw up because you couldn't really go anywhere without getting a nervous stomach and you would puke like almost everywhere. We, we didn't go on one trip. For the first eight, nine years of your life where you didn't throw up. I don't remember being that debilitated. Like I have to throw – I don't know how I missed the first decade. You weren't debilitated, but you threw up all the time. I threw up all the time. Yep. Just every second of the day. You can ask your mother next time you got her down here. You you were maybe six, seven, eight years old and we walked around with a shopping bag and you would would have to throw up almost almost everything we did. We went on on an airplane. You're nervous. You threw up. You threw up. On the way to the airplane or just before we got in the car, you had a nervous stomach. You got anxiety over these types of things. And and that's something you grew out of. So now that turned into shitting yourself, mm. which is probably not as convenient as throwing up. If you had to pick one, I kind of feel I'm like I picked throw, throwing I'm up. I'm going to go throw up before I shit myself. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. It's more of a more of a you question. More of a, more of a th- I'm just kind of giving you an example. 
Glad I asked that. I, I didn't have any of those anxieties growing up. I mean, I went at, at 12 years old. I went to Italy for a month without my parents. Um, and I, I did great the whole the whole time. I I, I barely missed anybody. <laughs> it's so sad to say I'm, I'm just not a good person, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <clears throat> no, I didn't. Uh, my cousin, who's a year older than me, he had a breakdown and was crying and missed home. And I was I like a rock. I had no problem at all. You were just you're totally, totally just solid. Yeah, I loved no it. I, I loved it. I knew I was going to go home eventually. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, that's nice, but uh, I wasn't in any hurry to go home. I like it. Well, hey, you know, um, <clears throat> this was a nice little quick hit. We're gonna have to, we're gonna have to check on mom to see how how she does in yeah. the in the car. We're gonna do the uh, the test of. The, we're gonna uh, get it going. The headrest, and it's because she's gonna fail miserably. I love it, guys. Keep hitting us up. Dailymailbag@gmail.com. Any questions? Eddie one. We're doing these little one-off quick ones. This is this is this is fun. I got another one for you. So stay tuned. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.